1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Neil Lennon's hoping Celtic's Cup win will lift a weight off their shoulders as they head back to league duty. Rangers' next four games could be season-defining, according to Gary McAllister. And John Hughes says he's got fire in his belly after returning to management with Ross County. I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me tonight is Gordon DL and Roger Hanna. And it's officially the most wonderful time of the year, Gordon. We've got shaking Keevans on the radio. All the teams are chasing the gift of three points Tomorrow night And after several weeks apart You can finally Phone in and give your wish list To Super Scoreboard's Three Wise Men I was going to say We have We've been apart The last couple of Tuesdays But we're mm. back with a bang tonight Gordon And lots happening Fresh from Scottish Cup final weekend We don't say that too often Three days before Christmas uh, And this is always a, a mad period for football And a very important one Very important one Gordon Coming up uh, Lots of games Over the festive Starts tomorrow night um, then obviously into Saturday Celtic got the rearranged game against Dundee United Before a massive game against Rangers at Ibrox So plenty of talking points And still talking points about Sunday's Cup final as well So it'll be a busy show 01419511025 Give us a call right now And let us know what is on your mind Busy weekend Rangers stretching their lead at the top Celtic winning that quadruple treble so what next? Of course, if you still want to look back on those games, that's absolutely fine. But but what next? Celtic fans, how are you set up to try and claw back that gap in the league? What What's the cup final win done for you, if anything? What about the team going forward? Can you keep elements of, of that team to, to go to Ibrox? Do you want to see some changes? Let us know what you think. Rangers fans, big four games coming up for you as well. In fact, it's a full card tomorrow. So let's hear from everyone. 01419511025 and on Twitter at Clyde SSB. Um, what are your lingering thoughts from the weekend, Roger? Um, the very rare weekend when the Celtic supporters and the Rangers supporters all ended the weekend happy. Um, I was listening when I was at St Mirren on Saturday for Super Scoreboard, listening to you boys back in the studio as, as Rangers... Struggled for a long time Against Motherwell But eventually got through Those two banks of five Scored three goals at the end Extended the lead at the top To 16 points And then 24 hours later Celtic huffed and puffed For a while as well After being impressive At the start They managed to uh, Throw away a two goal lead They threw away a 3-2 lead um, They were behind In the penalty shootout When Craig Gordon Saved from Ryan Christie But they finished up with a trophy They finished up with a quadruple treble And they finished up With all the Celtic supporters About as happy as they've been For some considerable period of time I mean Hugh Keevans On last night's show Gordon He's seen much more Of these cup finals Than we have mm-hmm. And he said just for You know for drama As a spectacle As a as a sporting event He said it was unsurpassed He thought it was the best He'd seen People will have their own take on that But it was certainly one That will live long in the memory In terms of the the way it swung backwards and forwards Yeah it was certainly up there Because I think Gordon Honestly A lot of the people And a lot of the supporters Thought the game was finished at half time Uh, After 45 minutes Celtic total control of the cup final 2-0 up You're thinking Where's Hearts going to get a goal Until I opened my mouth And then they got it Um, And they got it so early in the second half and got in straight away, put a bit of pressure on uneased Celtic. And all credit to them, they get back into the cup final, they made it exciting. 
And they're nothing more exciting Okay for a neutral Than penalty kicks In a, a cup final day Yes so one four one nine five one one zero two five. What is on your mind Tonight Celtic fans How do you look back On the cup final And what next Are you encouraged By what's Going to come Can that lift a weight Off the shoulders Does it make you think You can build on it Or were there elements of the performance that have actually got you worried about the games to come, the visit to Ibrox and all the rest of it? And of course, Rangers very much focused on league business at the weekend and trying to stretch that advantage as we go forward. So don't hang around, 0141-951-1025 or Twitter, where you'll find us there at Clyde SSB. Let's get stuck in and hear from Neil Lennon. He's hoping that the win will see his side play with more freedom and less anxiety. After clinching a quadruple treble on Sunday, the focus does go back to the Premiership and cutting that 16-point gap. And Lennon says the hand and win can be a weight off their minds. You're hoping that a, you know a big burden of the pressure is off them, and they can go out and play a bit more freely, um, with a little less anxiety now as well, and just um, you know chip away at winning games and you know finding our consistency. But um, there's no doubt it's you know fantastic achievement for them, and it's given them a, a huge psychological lift. They've completed one part of, you know, what was required of us, and now we have to, you know, we have to dig deep now. We have to, um, you know, claw back a, a big sort of deficit, but it, you know, it's not beyond us. And um, but what we have to do is find consistency of performance, and the players know that. So Neil Lennon hopes it can be, you know, a, a weight off the shoulders, a burden lifted, whatever it may be. Roger, can it or? Were there elements of the performance That would be a cause for concern going forward um, Well listen Neil Lennon will want it to be a weight off Celtic's shoulders But for everyone who believes That Celtic will Suddenly kick on Given the boost of the penalty shootout win There will be a Celtic supporter phoning the show tonight Expressing concerns over The manner in which Celtic Initially blew that two goal lead The defensive deficiencies The problems with Duffy and Julian at the back The doubts over young Hazard Now, Conor Hazard will forever Be remembered for saving penalties From Stephen Kingsley and Craig Whiten At the end of that shootout And effectively sealing the quadruple treble It was an awful long time during that game He looked awful shaky Mm. So it'll be interesting to see Whether the players can take a fill-up From the Mm. victory Or whether those those old defensive problems that come back to haunt them at Hamden continue to haunt them. I think the difficult about that, and I can totally understand where Neil's coming from. Um, you know, he's trying to just take a bit of pressure off his side, Gordon. But he's 16 points behind. I know that there's games in hand, three games in hand. So I think that every game, starting tomorrow night for Celtic, because you're a chasing pack, that's pressure. You've got to, you, there's no way, and a lot of people think the league's over. I'm not one of them yet. But there's no way that you can drop any more points and try and win this league. So I think starting tomorrow, every game is a pressure game leading right up to the massive game at Ibrox. Okay, let's do it. 0141-951-1025. Jerry is first up. He's a Celtic fan from Bothwell. Uh, Jerry, I'll get your thoughts on the cup final in just a second. In terms of looking forward, Neil Lennon thinks it can be you know, a weight off the shoulders if you like Celtic can go and play with a freedom what impact do you think the cup final win can have going forward? Well good evening guys for uh, the first thing uh, I think we could kick on a wee bit but we didn't play very well but uh, winning a cup final doesn't always give you a boost you've got Gordon there who's probably he's, he's won a cup final and it 
it does. It gives you a wee kick up the backside and uh, makes you go forward. Hopefully. Yeah, I mean, it may it may well do, Roger. The only thing that. That you'd have to acknowledge then If that is the case Does that suggest that any difficulties Celtic have been experiencing Are psychological Or emotional Because if it's a tactical thing Or if it's players out of form That can't flip Just because you won a, a cup But, but the, 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 the mentality side of it might The confidence yeah, that... l- Listen no, Nobody knows how you kick on From a Scottish Cup final win Because it's normally the last exactly. day of the season yep. You go away for two or three months at a time So this is this is all new in this bizarre season of ours um, It can't do any harm for Celtic You would think emotionally, psychologically Whatever Absolutely way you want not. to put it Having won You're better to win the Scottish Cup final Than lose the Scottish Cup final But it was a win that came with A couple of asterisks if you like The asterisks uh-huh. being that The defence conceded three goals to a, to a championship team Um Celtic Struggled on two occasions To put the game to bed And they were indebted To a young goalkeeper In the mm. penalty shootout So You know They didn't go Had they gone Steamrolled hearts one 4 nil, Then I could I can really see You know Perhaps it could Allow them to kick on I think there'll still be doubts um, in, in their mind Because that's the, the next question Jerry In terms of, of Going forward Can Connor Hazard Continue in goal Will he feel that good About the Scottish Cup win That he's the answer Going to Ibrox Shane Duffy And Christopher Julian It was a tough afternoon Or tough second half For them But winning the Scottish Cup Is that enough To to kick them on Where does the team Go from here Um, Because uh, Connor gave away The third goal Went out for it And they missed it Okay He became Zero to hero After uh, saving The two penalties but um, I don't think... Well, he needs experience. The only way you're going to get experience is playing. But I really don't think he's a man for the moment. Yeah, it's going to be interesting over the next uh, few games, Gordon. Um, young Hart... Just, just, for, just before I get you, who, who is then, Jerry? Because that is perhaps mm. the bigger question. I know, I know. Bain, I think Bain, if they give Bain a wee run. Uh, always, last year when he was playing, I thought he was quite safe. Uh he commanded his, his area But uh, it's The Celtic defence And the Celtic Goalkeepers This season Or the past six months Have been dreadful You just never Yeah you just never know Gordon Sometimes that, that Football's great like that That there can just be A turning point It can be a seemingly Small thing Winning a Scottish Cup And a quadruple treble Is a massive thing So mm. it, it might just have That galvanising effect But Personnel wise what, what are you thinking? I, Gordon I, I'm at the stage just now And I think you could put the three goalkeepers in there at one time. You wouldn't be confident of three of them. Um, they're just changing. You, uh, Jerry said there about Bain. Now, if you look at the cup final of the weekend, he wasn't mm. even on the bench. So he went back mm. to third goalie. But you did also tell me driving in that you would have put Bain uh, in. So, so don't, the, don't you backtrack no, now. No, no, I was going to say that. I was going to uh, man up for us. Out the three goalkeepers, <laughs> out the three goalkeepers just now, if I had my pick, I would probably go for Bain. Now, you can look at Hazard up until the penalty kick shootout. I'm delighted for the boy, I really am. I just thought that boy would have it would have taken a long time to go over it. I really do. Even looking at him in the pictures and coming in, stand in the studio. He just Won't he be delighted at eventually having the, the decisive Yeah, that's say. what I'm saying. I'm delighted for and and I think that would have given them that bit of confidence to maybe kick on and go again. But you're now in a situation where, as I said at the top of the show, for Celtic now, being the chasing pack, 
You can't afford any more mistake, mm. uh, mistakes. Now you've got to go with the guy who you think who who's got the best chance of giving this yeah. the least amount of mistakes. <laughs> Me personally, listen, people out there disagree. I go with Bain because Roger, the next few games are must win in their own right, obviously, but they also become a bit of a rehearsal for Ibrox in terms of getting what, what is the best team. What's yeah. the best team to go to Ibrox? That probably has to start. Tomorrow Yeah I would agree with you um, I would probably go along With what Jerry And Gordon are saying About Scott Bain now Conor Hazard Well You know He's forever written his name Into Celtic folklore As the goalkeeper Who saved the penalties That won the quadruple treble But I didn't think He played well in the game And You get back to the previous game Kilmarnock Who's hardly involved His only other game for Celtic Was Lille Lost a couple of goals that night as well mm-hmm. So I've seen Scott Bain play well for Celtic I've seen Scott Bain play well for Celtic at Ibrox I'm not sure I've actually seen Connor Hazard Really play well in a 90 minutes for Celtic Or Vasilis Barkas yeah. Play really well in a 90 minutes for Celtic So if you're working it from that basis Then Scott Bain for me would be the safest pair of hands What else did you take away from the weekend injury? Ah. Uh, uh, as usual, we make it hard for ourselves. But what I was really disappointed about was Neil McCann's uh, on BBC. I know he's not an employee of yours, about uh, Edward and his penalty. Disrespectful, blah, blah, blah. Listen, if you're a professional football player, if the ball goes in off your bum or goes in off your head or goes in off an opposition player, it's still a goal and it's a cup final. It doesn't matter how much you, how, how mm-hmm. you score it. But... Um, I think uh, Neil McCann was very, very, I'm allowed to say this word, bitter. I think he was, um, he didn't want Celtic to win, put it that way. Well, listen, I, I don't know why he said it. And you're mm. right, Jerry. He's, he's not here. He's not here to defend himself. And, but all of a sudden, we have a debate that I didn't think we were going to have. I, I genuinely well, didn't. It, it's only become a thing because Craig Gordon took the huff and threw the ball at Odds and Edward. Now, We've seen Penenka penalties since 1976. The first guy to do it was called Antonin Penenka in the final of Euro 76 when he did it against Sepp Meyer, who was probably the world's best goalkeeper at the time. Don't remember Sepp Meyer going into the back of the net, grabbing the ball and throwing it as if he had been disrespected. Gordon's raging because he was just about to rhyme off all the details surrounding the, the history of the Penenka penalty <laughs> and you've stolen his <laughs> thunder. No, I'm, I'm raging, I didn't uh, invent it. Gordon, I thought it was brilliant. I've got to say, I thought it was brilliant. Your job as a centre forward when you get that ball, and especially in a cup final, score the goal. Doesn't matter what way you score it, if you want to chip it, you want to blast it, you want to side foot it, it doesn't matter. You, the, the most important thing is you've got to put it in the back of the net. Now he decided And he probably He's trained Obviously with Craig Gordon For many a time Knows the way He goes about his business As well Thinks well He's going to have a dive He'll he'll pick a corner He'll go for a corner I just thought I think you've got to Applaud that in our game And it's courageous dance Because yeah. look at the lad From Fulham The lad Adamola Lookman Who tried something similar Jason Cummings tried it They're, Had it over the bar at hand Yeah You know If you fail From the spot Having tried mm. that You look a fool and it took a bit of courage in a National Cup final from Hudson Edward to do it. Uh, Roger, I really do believe, uh, uh, I know that everybody says goalkeepers do their homework with penalty kick takers, right? Of course they do. But because he was a teammate and you train day in, day out, you get a little knack of watching Craig Gordon maybe practice penalties and, and thinking, he's going to go for a side here. 
He's going to he, Most keepers do don't they Yeah yeah Because Roger's right See if Craig Gordon stands there He's mm. got the last laugh He It makes Edward look foolish I would put that down to terrific skill uh, Hang on the line Jerry Let's hear a bit more from Neil Lennon He says Celtic struggle to consistently Keep clean sheets Says something uh, That he's quite keen to change quickly Basically since the first international break We haven't really had consistency In, in keeping clean sheets So you know, I haven't had the personnel consistently available to play them. So, yeah, it's it can be down to individual errors and it can also be collective. So, you know, we can't just sort of point the finger at, at one sort of aspect, at one individual. We have to, you know, be better collectively, particularly at set places, you know, for far too many goals for our liking, you know, conceded from set players when we have plenty of hate, plenty of physicality to deal with that. Have you settled on a back line? No, not really, no. Um, and again, you know, we'll have to... I don't think you can in a, in a run like this anyway, Charles. It's just impossible to keep churning out the same players with the, you know, Wednesday, Sunday, Wednesday, Saturday, you know, with these games coming up. Um, we have to keep players fresh and it's just a, a huge volume of games this month. I mean, Jerry. The 16 point gap A home game against Ross County Three points is, is obvious I don't even need to discuss How important you think that is How important is a A performance And a clean sheet And a, a bit of a momentum builder As you move Towards Ibrooks, Jerry? Do you buy into that Or are you just all about three points no, I'd love to see Celtic Keep my clean sheet I don't know the last I can't remember the last time They had a clean sheet But um Gunnett and Ross County Tomorrow night They'll be They'll be buoyed up Because they've got a new manager uh, But I think Celtic should do it tomorrow night and kick on from well hopefully Sundays which was, wasn't a great exhibition but uh, hopefully we'll kick on tomorrow night uh, take revenge in Ross County for the cup you know hopefully yeah yeah. I mean you're, to be fair there was a there was that clean sheet against Kilmarnock but generally Jerry's right that was a um, that was the, the kind of one-off recently when you look at the recent results. But thank you very much to Jerry in Bothwell. 01419511025. Might be a good time for you Rangers fans to get involved. We're going to hear from Gary McAllister talking about the next four matches. How important do you think they could be? We'll hear from him and you next. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Roger Hanna's here Gordon DL is with them And they're waiting on you To get in touch A busy old time For football I don't know if you've been out And about doing the old uh, Last minute Christmas shopping I, I ventured This this afternoon This morning Just at those last what? Last minute? Um, that's what Thursday's for Gordon No that's too last minute for me I'm, uh, that's, that's ridiculous I think you're a You're a sadist If you do that This is, this is last minute no, for me Daz has got his pencil um, in Once he finishes The Thursday show With the mushroom Yeah but <laughs> That'll be right Him putting his hand in his pocket I don't think Things so He's done boys um, But it is a busy time for football In amongst all the other stuff That's going on We're on Twitter at Clyde SSB uh, Paul Hoops Says Roger Hanna just said Hearts are a first division club I think Hearts would beat most teams In the Premiership So Paul's wanting a bit more credit For the weekend Stephen Kennedy He thinks Bain will start tomorrow He's also got the likes of Frimpong Julian Duffy Ayer um, I think Duffy's struggling um, By the way Sorrow, McGregor, Christie He's got Griffiths coming in He thinks Turnbull might be injured So we'll wait and see uh, Tomorrow 01419511025 On the phones Let's hear from Gary McAllister He was on media duties um, Instead of Stephen Gerrard today He says they cannot underestimate Just how big the next four matches could be In terms of defining success this season So remember Rangers go St Johnston away 
Hibs at home St Mirren away Then Celtic He says it's key that they get back to keeping clean sheets My experience of playing football over this, this period is, is, is My memories of it is, is it's always key Christmas and New Year is always key in any league you, you play in Because especially here in the, in the UK where, where there's loads of game, games And the scheduling is, is really tough And if you can come through it you know, it goes a long way to where you're going to finish in the, at the end of the season. So it is, I totally agree, it's, it's a massive week, 10 days of, of high-intensity games, tough games, and then just the fact that they keep coming every two or three days it makes, it, makes it even more difficult. But it is, it's going to be key. If we come through here nice and clean, we'll be, we'll be happy. It's these little lapses that, that, that could cause danger. So knowing, knowing the backline boys and the, and the goalkeepers here, that they, they want to get back to clean sheets. And it is very key. If we can keep clean sheets and, and, and go up the other side of the park and be as inventive as we have been and, and being free scoring, so that, that bodes well. But as a team, everybody, I don't just look at the back, the back five. I, you know, I look at the whole team. As a team, the, the boys want to get back to, to trying to keep clean sheets. Get what Gary McAllister means. And this is a guy who'll have to... Play across his birthday of course Born on Christmas Day One of the unfortunate ones uh, Who has to share the birthday Um, He says you know Roger He's been general in saying The Christmas period You know it's always important But particularly for Rangers This season Because they've got that 16 point gap Because they then play Celtic I mean Surely that takes on extra significance Um, It doesn't it doesn't Traditionally we always say it does The last few years There's been a winter break There's been a natural pause In the season if you like um, The winter break's immediately Preceded by an old firm derby Which itself is preceded By this hectic Festive scheduling If you like um, So I can understand Why people say that But After the old firm game The 2nd of January There's mm. no break this year The games just keep coming I think the Rangers play Aberdeen The following week So I understand what Gary McAllister means The bottom line is uh, Celtic have no room to slip up They're 16 points behind Albeit with three games in hand And Rangers Given slip ups in previous mm. seasons After the new year They don't feel they have any Much regular room either You know they're, they're out the bed Bed Fred Cup That bad defeat at St Mirren last week um, They didn't play particularly well For an hour or so against Motherwell At the weekend So they too want to get back To the way they were playing Gary McAllister said as much They want back to the clean sheets and the victories that they were getting So uh, it's an important time um, But when's it not an important yeah. time For Rangers yeah. and Celtic? I mean, th- that is true Gordon But there's just the potential for A couple of fine lines To make things look so so different If, Cel- mm. if, if Rangers keep a 16 point gap Or even build on it And then beat Celtic I don't think you'll find anyone Who, who, who thinks there's still a chance Celtic can claw it back But you never know A couple of away games for Rangers Should they drop points And then Celtic Managed to find that bit of form You just you do get the feeling That this four game period Could be massive Yeah And I think Gary McAllister's right And it will be A case of using The full squad as well Gordon With the games coming Thick and fast And Rangers um, This season Have been very good at that um, You know Making four Five Sometimes six changes And it's not affecting mm. them Celtic on the other hand Has been a bit different If I'm looking at the fixtures In the lead up To Ibrox I think that How can you say this Probably Celtics get the easiest But in form The way they've been playing Because everybody's saying It's a stick on tomorrow night Against Ross County But a couple of weeks ago Ross County come to Celtic Park and, and put them out of the cup But I do think that Celtic will win that tomorrow night St Johnston are, are, are not a bad side Gordon They've got Hibs who are 
banging form as well St Mirren's already beaten mm. them So I just think there's a, a lot of football to be played before I But you're right If nothing cha- Even if nothing changes If both teams win all their games up to Ibrox And Rangers beat Celtic It's good night Alright let's bring in Mark in Wishaw Mark listening to Gary McAllister there Talking about the next four games And getting back to clean sheets How are you feeling about where your team are at at the moment? At the moment, uh, well, first of all, good evening, guys. Hope you're all keeping well. All good, thanks. Well, I think with the usual Gary McAllister, cool, calm and collective. He sees it how it is. And it's all, all we can do just now. Yeah, I mean... One game you, at a time. Do you look at... Yeah, that... that always one closer to 55. Sorry for interrupting, Mark. Um, yeah, do you look... That's all well and good for, for players and management Though I expect them to, to look at one game at a time Because they should Fans can get a little bit excited if they want It's, it's not going to change anything It won't hold the team back So do, are you started looking at those four games And thinking if we can come through them And the situation doesn't move towards Celtic's favour in any way Then it's almost there for you There's more chance Celtic was in points than Rangers Very possible We've lost one game but was one game, and in the performance on Sunday from Celtic, I, I wouldn't say that that was one of my points. Is did the guys actually think the performance that Celtic gave on Sunday that they're going to be any threat to Rangers this season? Well, I, th- I honestly, as I say, I think that if Rangers had to go on a run and win the next four games. And I'm obviously Celtic Then the league's over Gordon I don't think anybody would argue with that Celtic need to Celtic are a funny team just now Because I watched them With everyone else in the cup final I thought first half against Hearts Oh they're back There was something about them They had a good shape about them Good pace about them Christie's goal fired them up Edward's confidence With his penalty And I'm thinking you know, they're 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 probably hitting good form at the right time. Second half they just look a completely different team. So I don't know what you're going to get out of Celtic. As I say, we'll probably could stand here at twelve o'clock tonight, hear Celtic supporters come on and they're three goalkeepers. And nobody would pick probably the same goalkeeper every phone call. It'd be different ones of who's play. So there's uncertainty there now, there's uncertainty about the back lineup, uh you know, conceding goals, the way they played in the second half. But they're certainly middle to front for me. If Celtic can start firing, and uh, you know, they're certainly get the the fire power to, to make a run of this. But I just think if Rangers win the next four games, then this league campaign is finished. I mean, Neil Lennon's hope, Mark, is that by winning the cup, that lifts a bit of pressure or whatever off Celtic, and and they can get better. But are, are you saying then, as a Rangers fan, you watch the performance and you actually are, are now more confident of Rangers going on and succeeding this season? Yeah, definitely. Uh, Neil Lennon said oh, he's, the, the team will need to dig deep. If they dig any deeper, they're going to end up in Australia. There's no, I can't, I'm not going to say we've got it yet because funny things, usual football can be a funny game. But as I said, it's just like one game, keep on going, playing the way we are, and get the three points. And hopefully, uh, after the second, then we'll know who's going to be mm. the championship. Yeah, I mean, Roger, Celtic's priority was to win the cup. That That's pretty much it. When you get to a cup final, you win it, and you don't tend to, to worry about how you get there. But, but clearly, listening to, to Rangers fans and Celtic fans, the nature of the game, and like you say, because it comes bang in the middle of the season, it's it's got people a bit 
bit interested in, in, in what it means going forward Yeah, I'm not sure it really means too much We, we don't know what's going to unfold, you know Celtic supporters will come on and say that, you know, the, the way the performance went at the weekend Christie will get a boost from it And Edward will get a boost And young Turnbull's playing really well And he'll get a boost The, the flip side of that is What happens if Morelos comes back And as a second half of the season The way he had the first half of last season You know, Morelos hasn't really contributed in goals I think he's got three goals or something this season in, in the league What happens if he produces 28 or 29 In the second half of the season The way he did in the first half of last season Or Ryan Kent hits that rich vein of form That he did in the first month of the season He rediscovers that So you know, Celtic can kick on They've done it in the past Course and distance They've shown what it takes To win a championship But You look at Rangers the last week There's There's scope for Rangers To go into another gear yet as well Okay, thank you to Mark and Wisher Let's bring in Robert In Knightswood And find out what's on his mind tonight Hi Robert Hi guys, how you doing? All good, how are you? Hi, smashing thanks It's just a uh, couple of points, guys. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether you want to give you all the points and then you can answer. Go on. Um, Take it away. The, the first one is deja vu. This time last year, being a Rangers supporter, we were sitting 15 points clear, thinking everything was, was rosy and we lost it. This year's completely different. To tip my cap to Stephen Je- uh, George Gerrard, MBE, doing a fantastic job along with every backroom team. He's got the team playing the way they should be. Number two, um, Hearts. Unbelievable, unbelievable for a team. Again, feel so sorry for them and Thistle. May I add, need to ask that for my brother, he's a Thistle supporter, but they too get put down, um, which again was unfortunately. And Stranraer, um, don't forget about them. Oh, well, that's right, Stranraer, don't want to, don't want to uh, cause them any, any problems. Right, right. But, uh, the third thing as well is, is today, um, again, uh, with Celtic no, I mean, mean for years we've had to sit back and take it to the chin and anybody knows me listen I've got a big chin and I take it to the chin and get on with it so um, Gordon you sit three, I sit three behind you at Ibrox and uh, like you I see you watching Fireman or the Sweeties in the ad is this the press box Robert or are you going to reveal on air that he's got a season ticket I've got a season ticket and I sit row C directly behind Gordon. And, um, press box, uh, that's what he's saying. I'm in the press box, Robert. And, and, you, and you bring in I'm enough glad, we've, glad we've cleared that up, Daz. <laughs> Gordon brings in enough sweets today, everybody. But anyway, I'm uh, more interested in your chin, Robert. I'm trying to imagine it underneath his nose. <laughs> imagine what that would look like. Whoa. I was wondering what was rubbing the back of my head. <laughs> well, well, now you know. Anyway, uh, the third point. And again, I only found this out today through a very good friend of mine. Uh, is it thing the imps from um, the <laughs> motor? I know where this is going, Robert. I honestly, I couldn't believe it. I, I couldn't believe it because apparently um, Celtic, again, no, they're claiming that they're the first team in the world to to win a quadruple. Whereas um, thing the imps, apparently they've won it five times. Is that right, guys? You know, I, I think I saw that as well. And I mean, I feel terrible, Roger, but. We've never congratulated the imps for that no. um, So maybe we should take this opportunity um, Maybe it's not a world first uh, You think, learn something new every day e- Even the good people of Lincoln Red Imps and Gibraltar Would tell you it was a little bit tongue-in-cheek today Yes, they did win a quintuple treble um, oh, Back in the early 2000s And they responded to Celtic's tweet today With a little, little bit tongue-in-cheek I think it probably a little bit tougher to win a treble here in Scotland they all count Good on them well, well done the imps uh, Robert's point about You know Sort of not Not getting carried away If you like it, I, To what I said to the other caller I think fans can get carried away 
all they like really I mean yeah it leaves you open to a bit of ridicule when, when these things get debated but it won't affect the team um, Ro- Roger remind me Robert says Celtic were, uh, Rangers were 15 clear at this point last season I don't quite remember no, that No I don't think I think they went clear when they won at Celtic Park December the 29th or whatever it was um, and then everybody remembers what happened when they came back from Dubai and it all went wrong um, out of the Scottish Cup to Hearts uh, losing at home to Hamilton the league among others um, so this year it's completely different they are 16 points clear even if Celtic win their three games in hand that's still going to be seven um, even if they lose the next two old firm games as well they would, you know, they would still be clear as things stand so Rangers have a sizable advantage they are far from over the finishing line but they're in a good place they beat Motherwell they had to show a different side to their game the weekend to beat Motherwell um, and Gary McAllister's right an important run of games mm. because Whatever happens They will want to go into the Derby at Ibrox in January 2nd Still 16 points clear uh, like, like I said Robert the, the managers, the players They have to give us this one game at a time But you don't In fact I won't let you So how are you feeling about the next four games Starting tomorrow night? Listen, it's a great phrase that everybody uses It's squeaky bum time And I'm not being funny I mean, I, I'm, Honestly, I couldn't Again, I wasn't being carried away The cup Let me find out last week We said mum I mean all credit to them. They were the hungrier team. I was absolutely spitting feathers. Uh, my blood pressure was through the roof because that 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 silver where was there to be uh, for Rangers to, to win. Uh, Robert, don't worry about that. Chin up, mate. Chin up. Right. No, I need bother, Gordon, but at least Gordon were a nose in front of Celtic. St. <laughs> <laughs> Mirren might have been hungry, but no as hungry as Daz when he's getting fired into the chocolate eclairs <laughs> in the Ibrooks press what, box. What, what kind of sweeties do you take now? Hey, what is your choice? Oh, usually? just it's a mixture every week. Um, if you had to pick one, though, you know, what are you hoping for in the stocking this year? Um, what would be your go to? I, I, I like the milk, chocolate, sweets, Gordon, anything at all. Chocolate buttons Yeah or I love right, yeah, okay. giant ones I like the giant ones But I put them in like the, For four year olds I always stick my, my chocolate In the freezer I don't know if I'm there Freezer? Yeah I, do, I put that in the freezer That sums you up right Because I know there's that Great debate or Do you put it in the cupboard Or do you put it in the fridge you Freezer put it in the then freezer? fridge And then to your tea Fantastic That's the way to do it Seems a bit excessive to me Roger Hanna mm-hmm. Yeah I mean I'm not. a fridge man And I know that, that There is that great debate We won't get into that But Freezer? Yeah, I like them in the fridge just to get all oh, like next to the peas. Oh, and... no, you stick them next to the right, okay. frozen ne- bread. Ne- next to the all <laughs> chocolate. chocolate. Yeah. Right, thank you to Robert in Knightswood. 0141 951 1025. William's a Celtic fan. He's feeling pretty optimistic, I think, going forward. So we're going to speak to him next. Let me talk to you. Cash for Kids Mission Christmas. It is that time of the year, in case you hadn't noticed, Cash for Kids Mission Christmas Appeal well underway. If you've donated already, this is a massive thank you from us to you. It is so, so gratefully received. Unfortunately for thousands of children right here on our doorstep, Christmas is just another day. And with your help, we can try and make it a little bit different. Just things that we would take for granted. Uh, We're now in the process of getting your much-needed donations out to vulnerable families, but there is still time to help out. If you want to get on board, please help Cash for Kids Mission Christmas with J&D Pierce to donate whatever you can. Every little helps. Go to Clyde1.com and click on Appeal. William is up next. 0141-951-1025. This is Scottish football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard.
Roger Hanna and Gordon DL Here with me Gordon Duncan On tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard You can get in touch on the phones And on Twitter And now we're getting a barrage of tweets About the Lincoln Red Imps Roger Things that you just never thought You would discuss Ever again <laughs> On Clyde One Super Scoreboard Nico says The Gibraltar League wasn't a UEFA recognised league Until 2014 So the Lincoln Red Imps record Is not officially recognised There we go yeah, I think but people are getting a bit too excited about it. It was tongue in cheek. If you, if you see the up. tweet, you'll appreciate that. I think we've cleared that one up. Um, what else have we got? And you, right, this interested me because Bobby Madden has been announced as the referee for Rangers against Celtic at Ibrox on the second of January. Now, every single time the referee for that fixture is announced, we tweet it, and the comments are all the same. Every single time, Roger. Every single time, you can imagine a cesspit of complaints and conspiracies. Yeah. Each one madder than the last, right? I would say more than ever Now, not a lot Because, like I say, we're a bit mad But more than ever Comments in amongst them on our Twitter feed Saying, do you know what? He's the best we've got Or he's the best of a bad bunch If that's the if that's as much as people would allow themselves to praise I've noticed more today On our Twitter feed than usual Now, that's not to say that people Are unanimously happy with it Of course they're not but I do think I've seen more than more than usual of people saying it's a good decision. Well, yeah. Listen, I like Bobby Madden Maybe as a referee. Maybe can't stretch no, themselves to no, say good, no, but no it, problem at all. With Bobby Madden as a referee, as they would be. Um, while we're at it, I think it's worth saying that John Beaton had a decent display in the final at the weekend. Nobody's really talking about John Beaton after the cup final, and that's that tends to be a good thing. Well, with a few tweets about Stephen Naismith. To be fair Yeah I can understand that However I believe the SFA have more or less bagged John Beaton didn't in his decision making process today There doesn't seem to be a, a notice of complaint Winging its way towards Tynecastle for Stephen Naismith So in a game where John Beaton would have needed eyes in the back of his head I think he probably did okay uh, I'm sure Bobby Madden will handle the game in January too well um, It doesn't matter who gets appointed to these games you know Um it, People would oh, complain. It does, it does so, to some people. Somebody, somebody would find something to complain about. You know, the only time you should be complaining on a on a day like this is if Hugh Keevans has handed the referee's job Imagine for the old firm game. It'd be brilliant, wouldn't it? Imagine him with his wee loafers on, just <laughs> just roaming about his the scarf. center circle. Oh, I his love that. Uh, and then in amongst all the football, Stuart McGregor, he's no care, and he just says chocolate in the freezer. It's a must. He's oh, giving you a bit well of backup. Done, Stuart boy. On there, things have taken a turn. I must what's, say, right? What's in the what's in the freezer? Do you know? Have you got Mars bars or Twixes? Or I mean, how could, yeah, how could, hold on. How could you eat a Mars bar in the freezer? Oh, that's what I wonder. Well, well, break your jaw, surely? No, no, no. What you do, Gordon, is quite simple. Well, the kettle's on. You take it out, right? You get the big knife, and you just saw through the Mars bar and put it in the wee slices. Put it on your wee. What an absolute hassle that sounds like Ah, oh, it's fantastic <sighs> Nonsense, right, let's go back to the lines William mm. is a Celtic fan, he's been hanging on for quite some time Apologies William, what is your point tonight? Hello, Merry Christmas to you and congratulations to you Gordon and your, your little one Thank you very much, thank you William Probably uh, Mars bar chips there, that's magic <laughs> <laughs> He takes us down some weird roads, I'll tell you William Get us back to the football, will you? Well, it's just a wee point I want to make about uh, the cup final of the weekend. I think it's been overlooked, you know, and I think it's maybe even been put across as a negative, you know. I think now, I mean, see, when you look at that Celtic side, there's five or six uh, under-23s in that team. When you look at the, when you look at Hazard and Ayer and Taylor and Frimpong and Mikey Johnson and Edward, I mean, all these guys are under-23. You know, so I just, I think I look at it and I say to myself, if they don't, I mean, I remember, a, I remember a young Fraser Foster playing at Celtic and making mistakes. So it's no, it's not a case of 
And you're playing against seasoned pros there. You're playing against a a, a very experienced uh, heart side. So I think that's I, I, I think uh, these are all these young guys, even Turnbull, Turnbull's under twenty three as well. So I mean, you're talking about six, maybe seven guys there that are under twenty three. I think that's a great achievement for for the individuals rather than the team. You know, I'd, the way I would look at it. Yeah, but I mean, you're looking when you look big picture, William. That stuff's always great. People want to have a, a young squad and believe that they can get better. But, but given just how important the next five months are, is that is that really important right now? I think it is. I think you still got to develop it. I mean, it doesn't. You, you can't just turn that turn the tap off and just. Uh, You've still got you've still still got to develop your team and have have experienced players and and teams uh, players coming through the team player player you have seasoned pros in your team you've got to have, still have a great mixture and I think all this talk I mean I usually I don't usually I don't look at the league around about February March so I think there's too many there's too many when you factor in when you factor in a, a, a transfer window uh, suspensions. Uh, you know injuries, uh, all these different things. When you, especially teams, even teams are playing three and four. When you're playing teams three and four times a season, they they, they work you out pretty quick. You know what I mean. So I think when when you lose points, you lose points at the end of the season when the pressure's on. Well, you'll see at the end of the season then if Celtic lose the league by a few points, would you come on and say, well, look? We're a young side, we're learning, we're trying to progress into next season, we're trying to work in something, we've got guys under 23, 5 or 6. Would you say that? Because no, I, no, I, don't, I don't think... That's not I'd, the point I'm making, Big Gordon. You know, the point I'm making is, the point I'm making is that this Celtic team, were a young, they were a young team in, in, in Sunday there. You know, I mean, I'm not saying that that team will play, that same team will play right through the season. What I'm saying is, that team on Sunday was a young team to win a cup final. Uh, you, when you look at it, Celtic's got a great squad, and to write Celtic half so early is, is just is just nonsense for me. Well, I don't, I don't think there's anyone in here writing no. Celtic off, William. And I mean, as we've seen at the top of the show, title race is still on. You, you look at what Celtic have achieved in the last nine years. To be fair, I, I think I, I a lot of people, maybe not you two, but a lot of people do think that it's not well. It's not. Completely over it. It's getting there. Do they not? Is that not the feeling we've heard from people yeah, after Celtic's listen, recent results? Listen, Rangers are sixteen points clear. It's getting there. Yes, it is, but it's not there yet. Um, there are certain factors that would, you know, just look at the way Celtic have kicked on in previous seasons. The way the Rangers have stumbled in previous seasons. This would be quite a stumble, I have to say, if they go from being sixteen points clear and don't win the championship. But I think there's a, there's a lot of football to be played yet You know, we're not even at the halfway stage of this Premiership season So I think it's there for Rangers But they'll need to keep playing the way they've played in the first half of the season And William raises another point about You know, there's still a transfer window to come And everything yeah. can change And it can But but to be to be fair to William's fellow Celtic fans The, one who fo- the ones who call up with concerns They probably don't Trust Celtic at the moment To go and negotiate A transfer market In a positive sense Based on some of the The recent business Yeah They've spent Quite a considerable Amount of money As Peter Lowell pointed out At the AGM Eight days ago um, Whether they've spent it well Is a source of much debate um, There's a £5 million goalkeeper That can't get into the team A £5 million centre forward That can't get into the team um, Shane Duffy is back in the team After a spell being left out And he, he earns an awful lot of money So the last transfer window 
where the board can rightly say they gave the football department the finance. I'm not sure it was particularly well spent. So if Celtic supporters are worried about the spend in January, it's only understandable. Mm. Uh, thank you very much to William. Just quickly, we've got a question for you guys. Uh, I'll throw it to you because I can't remember the exact answer, Roger. Uh, Paul wants to know, with the Scottish FA not taking further action on Naismith, is it because the referee says he saw the whole incident or did it get to that panel and I, it fell down I, at that listen, stage? That, that, that's a fair point because there are a couple of obstacles before mm-hmm. a notice of complaint can be issued. Um, number one, I think John Beaton gets to look at it again if he's happy, then it doesn't go any further. If he says, no, I didn't quite see, that's not quite the way I saw it, then it does go to this panel of three former referees and they need to come to a unanimous yep. agreement. A 2-1 so, isn't 10 off. So we don't know on, on this occasion no, which one uh, of those hurdles no, it fell down no, on? I actually don't know. Okay, fair enough. Sorry, Paul, we'll get back to you on that one. Uh, another Paul's on, uh, we've lost the plot tonight. He says, Paul used to work um, and he says Where I used to work the, the residents used to put Mars bars into tea In the wrapper And then spread it On a digestive To make toffee pops oh. Gordon would love them <laughs> What's going on That's a new one So you, you leave your Mars bar in the wrapper And stick it in your tea Tea Right, and, and then spread melts. it like chocolate. Oh come on, this is oh. nonsense. Right, thanks you're, for this. You're not going to try this when you go home tonight, no, are you? Imagine, imagine, the, imagine state the state. Of him, I know. Oh, so it's more the state of the recliner. But tomorrow morning, I was worried about. <laughs> well, it's been in a few states over the years. I think you'll find. Move on. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun for the best football news and opinion online. TheScottishSun.co.uk/slash/football. Right, beat the pundit time. What have you got for us? You could potentially be up against a man who got. Zero On his last Beat the Pundit outing He lost 1-0 Have you ever heard Anything so ridiculous Gordon DL lost 1-0 On Thursday night You could Rub salt in the wounds 01419511025 Your chance to beat the Pundit Is next Make sure you call Before 7 Tackle the headlines 01419511025 Played one Super scoreboard Gordon DL is here Roger Hanna's alongside him And there's still a whole hour For you to get your calls in So don't hang about 01419511025 uh, We've heard from the likes of Neil Lennon And Gary McAllister so far uh, We're going to hear from Stephen Robinson um, Defending, shall we say His choice of tactics at Ibrooks at the weekend Borna Barisic has been speaking about that game as well So stay with us and we'll do this first This should be fun Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online thescottishsun.co.uk slash football Honestly, I'll leave you for three days Roger Hanna loses for the first time and he's probably mm. lost for about three times in six years or something and you somehow managed to lose 1-0 on Beat oh, the Pundit that, last week It was an absolute class, classic but well, to be fair, It sounds, it sounds that, brilliant the, the big new guy just didn't read out the questions right He was all over the place not like him to blame and, somebody and, else, is it? And, and I lost to the main stand at Fir Park. Yeah, well, I heard this. There was, there was a few people shouting out the answers uh, in the background. Uh, uh, I, I think Joe from Motherwell may have had some assistance. Do you know what's funny about that? So me being off and a little bit busy last Tuesday, I must admit. Round about this time, we were. That was that was the business end of what was what's been going on. But <laughs> um, I, I still remember receiving a text because with Joe being from Motherwell, I must yeah. have had mutual friends. Joe went straight on Facebook. <laughs> yes, just yeah. beat Roger Hanna. <laughs> Uh, so the news did reach me quite quickly um, Like I say I was a bit busy Let's bring in tonight's contestant To try and make it even more miserable for you Andy is in Castle Milk How's it going Andy? Not bad yourself Not bad at all Have you ever played before Or are you one of these that's brilliant When you're playing along at home And you thought you would give it a go? The second option Love that brilliant uh, you... be Brilliant when I'm in the van <laughs> You know it's much harder on here though yeah? 
Yes. Good, that's fine. We'll see. I'm sure you'll be fine. You sound like a confident man. I'll toss the coin <laughs> at heads. It is Roger Tails. It's Gordon Diel. Oh, you know, I've dropped it as well. From <laughs> <yours>. <laughs> there we go. It's maybe the coin. And it's Tails. Gordon Diel up against oh, Andy. Your dancer, he says. He's pissed <laughs> <laughs> Christmas just came early in Andy in Castle Milk's house. Right, come on, 1 0. You need to do better. To be fair, Alex almost got zero last if I night. Get, if I get one, I'll be over a man. Right, I'm going to give Gordon some Clyde 2 to listen to, just so that he doesn't hear your answers. Andy, I'll put 30 seconds in the clock. You're up against Gordon, and you can pass. That is all you need to know. You ready? Yes. Right, let's do it. 30 seconds. Your time starts. No. How many Celtic managers have won a domestic treble? Four. Andy Halliday joined Rangers in 2015 from which English side? Barnsley. And what year did Aberdeen last win the Scottish League Cup? 2012. Which team yesterday signed Priscilla Chinchilla? <coughs> Pass. Name any two of the British sides left in the Europa League. Man United. And? Oh, Leicester. Who scored the winner in the final Old Firm game of last season in December? Thank you, Eddie. Okay, let's bring back Gordon. Gordon, can you hear us? Yeah, I can. Right, same yeah. set of questions to you. I think you'll struggle tonight, I must admit. No, I will. Right, same set of questions. 30 seconds on the clock. Time starts now. How many Celtic managers have won a domestic treble? Three. Andy Halliday joined Rangers in 2015 from which English side? Bradford. In what year did Aberdeen last win the Scottish League Cup? Uh, 2014. Which team yesterday signed Priscilla Chinchilla? Glasgow City. Name any two of the British sides left in the Europa League. Um, Tottenham. And? Any two? Oh, any two. Um, sorry, Tottenham and uh, Manchester United. Who scored the winner in the final Old Firm game of last season in December? Uh, Julian. No, what's the hell? Okay, okay. Andy, how do you think that went? Oh, back touch and go for me, touch I think. Touch and go, let's find out. For, you, you got off to a winning start. How many Celtic managers have won a domestic treble? It is four. Andy knew it. Uh, hold on, hold on. Roger Jockstein. My ah, Neil. Right, okay. Oh, God. Uh, so, <laughs> 1-0 to Andy. Right, okay, Andy. Uh, Andy Halliday joined Rangers in 2015 from Bradford. Gordon DL equalises oh, straight away. Andy boy. Do you know what I love? See, when, when the question is about which year, he just panics and he just guesses whatever yeah. year well, comes to mind. a good guess? It was right. Yep. Oh, oh, did you get walking. Andy? No. Oh. I stand guessing, mate. Oh, Stan gutted, right. Oh, 2014. <laughs> that was the one that was at Celtic Park because Hamden was getting yeah, used for the it. Commonwealth Games. Do you what? Yeah, you can't even remember what you had for Andy. breakfast. Uh, right, Gordon goes one in front. Is that right? Yeah. Um, which team yesterday signed Priscilla Chinchilla? He didn't get that. He didn't get that. How did you get no that? Chance. How did you get that? Glasgow City. It was get Glasgow in City. Andy, hang up. See you later. <sighs> Honestly. Catch you. Catch you, Andy. <laughs> Name any two of the British sides left in the Europa League Rangers, Arsenal, Leicester, Man United, Tottenham. You both got it. So it's three to Andy, four to Gordon DL. No, no, I'm two in front. Check it out, please. Yeah, no, 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 you're in four. And Andy's in, in two. Oh, Andy's in two. Yeah, Who scored the winner in the final Old Firm game of last season? You both went Celtic players, despite the fact that Rangers won it. <laughs> I was saying a cup final. It was Nicola Cattage, 29th of December. So, do you know what, Andy? You did not too bad, but he's yes. done you. Andy! He done, he done the last half of well done. Get, get back to five minutes ago. What was that shout when you heard you were playing me? What was that shout? 
What was that one? Oh, yeah. oh, okay, Andy. See you. <laughs> see you later, Andy. That was Andy in Castlemark. A good sport. There's yeah, another crunchy coming out of the freezer tonight. Andy did that. Andy did that tonight. I was under severe pressure. Andy did that. I, I can't wait to fly in the wall to see him trying to spread a crunchy. That he's oh, melted in his oh, team. Oh, forget that, boys. Andy, see, oh, I needed that. I tonight. thought Andy was all right as well, but yeah, you, I but was, he was up against class. Priscilla Chinchilla, I'm impressed with that one from you. Yeah, which got me thinking that must be the finest name in Scottish football, Roger. Oh yes, it must with, be without doubt. If anyone's got any alternative suggestions, what is the finest name? Just objectively, turn the rounds on football. That must be it. Priscilla Chinchilla is Glasgow City's new signing. What a magnificent name If she plays not, half as not well Not played Dan She wants you to play um, But the name is Not bad Not bad yeah. Yeah, He's been doing his research But Good yeah. pace Good pace What's good the best ball. name in Scottish Scored football Scored against Argentina last year A couple she of did. goals for Costa Rica uh, yeah, yeah. yeah terrific goals she, Are there any rivals for that the Greatest name in Scottish football tag Oh I don't know There's been a few good ones If you're um, Twitter will know Twitter yeah. will know you Let's can open let, it yeah. up In the second hour of the yeah, show Why not Bit of fun It's getting to Christmas There's long names Jan Venegur of Hesselink Was a, quite a splendid name For many a year This is I remembered the... in D United Signing a boy Who went by the name of Walter The Lightning One Rohath Oh I like that I like that This is the this is the Christmas equivalent Of Remember at school Well maybe not you two Are a bit older than me When the door would creak open And the teacher would wheel in the telly And you knew Oh brilliant You knew it was that time of year The telly get wheeled in And the films went on Because it was only a couple of days Of school left Remember that's, that's Charlie Chaplin Remember That's kind of what this yeah, is like that, yeah. This is the super scoreboard equivalent We're asking you for your favourite name In Scottish football I think we've officially lost it 01419511025 We do have some actual uh, talking points I must say So do get in touch On them Let's hear from Stephen Robinson He's uh, defending The jibes From Rangers fans That Motherwell um, About the way They set up At Ibrox On Saturday He says he's happy With the fight and desire That his side showed <coughs> In the 3-1 defeat It obviously caused them A lot of problems For If there's that much Noise coming out um, You know For 72 minutes I don't think they created a chance. I mean, we set up 3-5-2. We asked our two strikers to drop in to the halfway line. Um, that was what the case in the first half. We're playing against a top, top side and we ended up, we couldn't get out. You know, we, we were clinging on to the lead, probably scoring early. That early wasn't beneficial to us because we ended up getting deeper and deeper and deeper. Um, but the boys had someone to hold on to and they were fighting for their lives against a very, very good side. Um, you know, we didn't set up that we would be that deep. We set up the two centre forwards to drop wider when we didn't have the ball and try and play on the break. Um, but I'm not there to make other people happy. I'm there to try and get a result, make life as difficult as possible for Rangers. And plenty of times we have went out and played um, and get very many compliments in our direction about how well we've played. And um, but we we went away a different way about it. We tried to. Be more defensive and show a little bit of scrapping and fighting, which we did to put our bodies on the line. And ultimately, three errors give them their goals rather than anything that they created. Yeah, I'm not surprised that the man just came out and defended his tactics. A lot of people watching the game certainly didn't like it. Um, but as Stephen Robinson said, there he's not there to make friends. He's there to try and get a result. Uh, three five two. I can understand that, but it never was a three five two for he said me. He couldn't God. get out. No, I couldn't. And uh, you know, you ask your two front men to do a job, and they were getting deeper and deeper, and it just ended five across the back, uh, five five in the middle of the part. The big problem was, as much as he said, like they didn't really create chances. Seventy three minutes. I watched the game, right? And as a Motherwell fan, desperate to get a result, uh, no point, Gordon. Honestly, I can say this at no point. 
did I think Motherwell were going to leave Ibrox with anything? And even up until that, so because if you've not gone out, I watched St Mirren uh, put one over in Rangers tactically, but they had an out ball in the wing with Conley. They had something, a beak up front to hit. Now, I know it's difficult and it's at Ibrox and you're playing a top-class side. Now, there's a lot of points there that my old manager makes I totally agree with. But when you've got a five and a five and you've got your full-back, a Scotland international, the minute it gets the ball, just lumps it up the part and sat, sits there and waits for the attack coming back. I'm sorry, at Ibrox, with the substitutions that Rangers can make, how they can change a game, and you're going to try and do that for 90-plus minutes, I think that's a massive ask. But it's a massive ask anyway, because you can go there and play, you know, an attacking side and end up losing 8-0. Like, if you see Hamilton Ackes, they started with two up and get beat 8-0. So you've got to weigh up. And I look, the manager went with tactics. <coughs> For 70-odd minutes, it worked. He never got over the line with it. I'm not surprised he never got over the line. They took me back many, many years ago The late Ebb Scovdall When he was Aberdeen manager Took Aberdeen With a very defensive formation Down to Celtic Park And they were eventually broken down By Martin O'Neill Celtic And Ebb Scovdall said after the game The operation was successful But the patient died And on Saturday Stephen Robinson's operation Was successful for 72 or 73 minutes They got the early goal Two banks of five Or a, or a bank of three A bank of five And a bank of two If yeah. you're to believe Stephen Robinson And they held out and it was working And ultimately They lost the game But are you better losing the game that way Or losing the game You mentioned the 8-0 You know you've got to remember Aberdeen went and lost 4-0 Dundee United went and lost 4-0 If you go and try and open up And play against Rangers You risk being but my cut po- open and by, and by the way it's also Is it perhaps worth bearing in mind That some of them It's not as if they were that open And yet Rangers still did that Yeah, yeah. So listen Stephen Robinson chose a tactic He would know when he chose that tactic He would perhaps leave himself open To criticism from the anti-football lobby If you like But he felt it was worthwhile And for 72 or 73 minutes It was worthwhile I've not I've not got a blame Of Stephen Robinson making that tactic I really don't At the end of the day He knows how difficult it is to go there Gordon I, I was a manager And as a manager You make decisions I went to a semi-final Against Rangers at Hamden And I thought If I sit in here If I sit in here for this. 90 minutes I am going to get scudded by the players that they've got, right? The only way I looked at it was I'll try and go and get up the pitch and try and attack Rangers, try and cause Rangers a problem. I played with two wingers, a very attacking formation, and unfortunately, they just did not carry out my instructions. (laughs) I don't know what happened. I left for a couple of hours and come back, and... Rangers beat us 7-0 But here's the thing It might have been 10 If you'd sat in That's right So it could have been Gordon And it could have been The same on uh, Saturday The only thing I kept looking at Motherwell thinking It's a long long 90 plus minutes To hold on to this goal Scored too early the old, ah, the old It was just goes. It was a hard one Gary Teal in one wing Gary Teal And I think it was Mickey Reynolds, Mickey Reynolds yeah. By the way For, for all, the, all the talk Of disrespectful Pieces of skill Was, was it disrespectful When, when Kinchelska Stood on the ball Would you oh, say No no I applauded that um, um, No It's very easy to do it When the game's over with I was more I was more Angry with my full back I thought he should have Been a bit tired <laughs> But when you look Back on it Gordon uh, It was a difficult one To take but what a piece of skill it does, was. Uh, He actually missed Kinchelsea Standing in the ball lunch When he was negotiating To get Barry Ferguson shot <laughs> Exactly right uh, Logie is on He says I have no issue With how Mother will set up It's down to us To break teams down More than one way uh, To win a game uh, Says Logie 
on there I'll tell you what, we're getting some good suggestions in for uh, the finest names in Scottish football Something that just came to us during Beat the Pundit Let's speak to Dave, um, which is not necessarily saying Dave is the finest name in Scottish football But he's on the line and he's a Rangers fan from Edinburgh What have you got on your mind tonight, Dave? Aye, uh, no, it was just I heard earlier Neil Lennon saying uh, uh, on the radio uh, 16 points was the insurmountable, you know, to, to catch. Uh, uh, and yet last season Celtic were handed the league title with, what was it, nine games to go? T- 10 points, 13 points a game in hand, Rangers had. And, 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 he, and he said that all oh, Rangers wouldn't have caught us anyway, you know what I mean? We were so far in front playing really well, blah, blah, blah. I just like to say, well, why why is he saying it's 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 not insurmountable this season? Then that, that was our point last season. You know what I'm saying? So, what do the panel think of that then? Roger. Well, listen, it's not insurmountable. And last season, it wasn't insurmountable either when the season was called. Um, I still believe the SPFL had to call the season. I haven't seen or read or learned anything since then that changes my mind. But I think it was unlikely Rangers would catch Celtic. This season, you have to say, it's unlikely Celtic will catch Rangers this season But there is still that chance And please, whatever happens, fingers crossed We don't get to a situation early in 2021 Where there's a debate over calling the season again because of this pandemic I cannot left a bad taste, clearly Dave It's not the way anyone uh, hoped for it But I, I don't think the decision was made Because bearing in mind, Dave, we get so obsessed with the top flight The League One was called with a one-point difference I don't think anyone who made the decision... Said that there is no way these gaps couldn't be made up Like I say, League One only had one point in it So it was never about whether people thought it was insurmountable or not Fans maybe had their own opinions on it But that was never the that was never the main factor in the decision making process Yeah, oh, just just look at the run Celtic have been on recently Apart from like, the last couple of games That could have happened last season And then just could have went and won the last nine games You know? And uh, I just you're saying well, it's it's possible. Anything's possible. I just think the league should have been called. It should have been it should have been null and void, mm. really. To be fair for everyone, you know. Possibly, Roger. Remind did any league? I'm struggling to remember. Did any league null and void their championship, Roger? In anywhere? No, not as far, not as far as I know. I know Some did go back and play on. If yeah, you remember, I know they played on for Germany sure. yeah, and yeah. Then England and many others. No, no, I don't think so. But I know Netherlands didn't give out a. A title winner or something, yeah. didn't they? But um, yeah, I don't think anyone really did that, which might might speak volumes. I, I don't know, Gordon. I've just been transported in a time machine. Yeah. We're, we're in March. I did have the feeling that people would never get over it. It was a big thing in, in terms of now. What we do about it, short of getting the DeLorean out, I, I don't know. Yeah, we just got to go on. And Roger said there, we just hope that we can get to the end of the season. If you're a Ranger supporter right now, you're wanting the season to finish You're not interested in what happened last year uh, I think it was the right decision, Gordon We get hit with something that was unknown We didn't know what was going to happen The money had to get dished out The clubs voted for it So it's all about this season And I think if you're a Rangers fan I do agree with Roger If it get called tomorrow I'd be saying the same I, I, I think it's a real uphill uh, task for Celtic just now uh, Hang on the line Dave We'll get your thoughts on this Borna Barisic says Rangers found a new strength of character this season He says in previous campaigns They would have panicked on a day like Saturday Against Motherwell But believes those days are over I remember last season also And season before When we are for example one nil down We always struggle to come back uh, start to panic maybe and we couldn't come back but this time we believed in each other on the pitch didn't panic 
and at the end I think that we deserve that win and you see we scored even three goals so I think that we showed the team spirit and very different character from uh, from last season or season four so there is some new players who adapt very quickly you know and uh, I think that our mentality is now much different I can see that especially this last game I don't remember that we have a game when we have been one nil down and then we didn't panic or and we start and we still keep to play and be strict to our plan and our game plan. So yes, I think that this is now much different mentality from our squad. You buy into that, David? Do you think that's the, the Dave the type of result Rangers wouldn't have got previously? Well, see after Wednesday's game. After Wednesday's game, it was the three-two to Sitman game, and then Saturday I watched the both games, and then uh, Saturday I was watching it, and uh, obviously Motherwell scoring the early goal allowed them to play the five-five-zero as they called it. Part of the bus, as Stephen Gerrard says, and it was it was hard. It was really difficult. It was it was so frustrating to watch. It's one of the hardest games I've actually watched all season because on the eye it wasn't pretty. Whereas we've been playing really good football and it was really nice to watch Rangers, you know, even the Sipman game wasn't a bad game. But watching that game, it was it was like watching, I don't know, you know, the army in the trenches or something, you know. Yeah, well, it was, I had its moments, certainly. I think we'd agree on that. Uh, Dave, thank you very much. I'll have to leave it there. I'm running a little bit late, but thanks again, Dave in Edinburgh. Make sure you give us a call back sometime. Got a good teaser for you, right? You're going to have to think. Penalties. That's your theme tonight. I'll give you the question and I'm going to read out some of these names for you. Finest names in Scottish football coming up next. More of your calls as well. Taking your calls on Scottish football. 0141 951 1025. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Gordon DL and Roger Hanna are here. Plenty of time for you to get in touch on the phones. 0141 951 1025. You can tweet us as well. At Clyde SSB This show sometimes Just takes on a life of its own We asked a question On Beat the Pundit About Glasgow City's New signing Priscilla Chinchilla And it got us thinking What are the finest names In Scottish football uh, See if you remember Some of these Roger Because I don't know If people are taking The mickey out of me And these are made up But I know you'll remember These guys um, Jay Fox says Dundee had a player Called Nicky Banger mm, I, th- I think it was pronounced Banger But yes right, Okay Alright okay That's not quite as Banger's funny Banger's that's plenty uh, Craig Meikle says Emmanuel Panther Yeah Manny Panther Played at Partick Thistle Remember always, him Always on the prowl He says mm. uh, John Marshall's gone Mixu pit a line on Yeah, yeah Mixu oh. pit a line And loads going for the obvious Raphael We've, we've heard that one mm-hmm. uh, Chris Matz Danny Invincible Yeah come on oh, come on yeah, what, remember Was him. it Invincible Or Invincibile Or was that commentators Just adding a bit of in, in, flair Invincible uh, Prince Blabin He's gone Chris likes yep. Prince Blabin mm-hmm. And Mikey Along with your uh, our colleague Stephen Mill Has got a current one He says Naughty Naughty Queen of the South yep. Has to be right up there With the best yeah, I've never heard of him What's yep. his name? He signed this season Naughty 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 he's, Naughty He's a good player Is he? Yeah. Good there you go Right So one four one nine five one one zero two five. Doesn't have to be about that By the way uh, We can talk about football If you would rather I've got a teaser for you as well And it's from your old pal it's from John Smith I've not given you one of his in a while um, So we thought we'd bring him back in John says For each of the Scottish Cup And League Cup finals Since 1990 That have ended in a penalty shootout Name the player who scored the winning penalty And the last player to miss Goodness. Well, <laughs> since 1990. So I'll, I'll paint the picture for you. Since 1990, 
Six major cup finals Have gone to penalties in Scotland Right You'll remember some of them There was a recent one In case you hadn't noticed Can you name the player Who scored the winning penalty And the last player to miss What other finals would there be then? 94 League Cup one. Oh, so there was You were there that day Can you right. remember who scored the winner? I don't know You uh, cannot seriously <laughs> No, I'm struggling with that. Seriously uh, Well Paul McStay missed Right okay so you've got one You've got Paul McStay Right I'm going to go oh How, bad, are you, how um, bad is your memory? Um, this is like the, the, the greatest moment of your, The fourth I, greatest moment of your I'll life get, Behind the three two, weddings I've got two to go right I'll go two It's either Mac and Espy or Jason Robottom? <laughs> it's Jason Robottom. It's not Mac and Espy. Oh, there we go. God. Well, right. so we go Christopher Ayer uh-huh. and Craig Whiten. There we go. We'll leave it there because you've got two of the finals done already. You can play along with us on Twitter for each of the Scottish Cup and League Cup finals since 1990 that have gone to penalty shootouts up here. Name the player who scored the winner and also the last player to miss. So for 94 League Cup, we've got Jason Robottom, Paul McStay, and for Sunday, Christopher Ayer, Craig White, and let's see what else you can get between now and the end of the show. Right, let's bring in John Paul, who's a Celtic fan on the line. What have you got for us tonight, John Paul? Evening, Paris, Gordon, Roger. Um, first of all, Gordon, I would like to congratulate you on the birth of your new baby. Thank you, thank you very um, much. Uh, you keep me busy news. already. <laughs> Brilliant news. Um, my point uh, the night, you know, I was listening at the start of the show, at the top of the show, and I was listening to um, Neil Lennon speaking. You know, I, I've been on the show a few times from from our, our draw at St. Johnson uh, at home and saying that the league is over, you know, and I think Celtic have an, up, an uphill struggle, but I'm delighted. I'm delighted for them for Sunday, you know, I'm delighted for the team, I'm delighted for, for Neil Lennon as a man, but he's been through at Celtic and what he's done, you know, but I find him very. His comments of. His comments of being all the pressure off, I find it very funny that he can actually say that, you know. Uh, it wasn't until three weeks ago the club were coming out and backing him and saying, review it in the new year. Now, what that says to me is, if he doesn't get nine points and he doesn't beat Rangers, then they will review it and they will think about something different. Now, if we go, at, say put it at Celtic won their three games and Rangers won their three games and we go to Ibox and you beat, we're 19 points behind the league leaders. 19 points behind the Leaders. Now, I don't think winning a Scottish Cup, winning the Scottish Cup this year, as well as that, as that one just there from last year, I don't think that would be enough to suffice it. Obviously, it wouldn't be enough mm. for Celtic fans. You know, Celtic's league, the bread and butter, as what Neil Lennon says, that is, at the start of the year, they want to win the league. This is the biggest season of all, and I just think that, I get what he's trying to do and take the pressure off his players, I totally get it, but I think he needs to rethink it and, and, and try and drill into them how important these mm. next Games yeah I mean in fairness to Neil Lennon Roger and Gordon I, I don't think he was trying to say That's all the pressure off But in, in terms of the, Well they've now won something And there's no pressure of Of that Of, of that specific um, Cup mm. competition and, and that's off it And they've won something Can they go and feel a bit better About themselves going well, forward Well I think I think Sunday was massive Gordon For what they were going for Because and, listen, had it gone the other way, way You've yeah. just given me the answers Craig White and scores And Christopher Iyer misses what type of conversation are we having on the phone tonight? And the, and the pressure was on, just not just him, but the club, because they wanted to get to that 12. Um, so there was massive pressure. And I, I'm like John Paul, I can understand Neil coming out now and, and try to take a little bit away from his team, but he knows, his staff know, and everybody at the club know, every game's a pressure game now for him, because if they don't gain nine points to Ibrox and come out there with a win, then... 
I will be very surprised if Neil gets the money to sp- uh, spend the transfer window in January. And football changes so quickly. Um, Ross County go to Celtic Park tomorrow night. Now, Ross County were at Celtic Park three weeks ago. Knocked Celtic out the Betfred Cup. Piled pressure on Neil Lennon. Now, the guy who won that game, Stuart Kettlewell, what price would you have given in Stuart Kettlewell being sacked before Neil Lennon that night? So, football turns round very, very quickly. Stuart Kettlewell's gone. John Hughes will lead Ross County back to Celtic Park tomorrow night. Um, Neil Lennon is now got a Scottish Cup, got a quadruple treble off the back of wins over Kilmarnock and Lille. Um, yes, there is still a mountain to climb. In terms of the Premiership title In terms of 10 in a row But as manager He has to believe They can climb that mountain Because if he doesn't believe Then what chance the players believing? Uh, is John Paul still with us? I think there's something up with this phone line Can you hear us John Paul? Yep, yep oh, I still can hear you, yep. uh, Right if this is about Nine points you said Absolute maximum Go to Ibrooks. What has to start happening with with the team Talk to us about personnel John Paul Because I, I feel like Lots of fans Who got in touch After the Lille game And the Kilmarnock game Thought right Maybe we're on to something here Let's bring Turnbull in Let's bring Sorrow in Duffy's actually looking A bit better Play him next to Julian Connor Hazard Well he's not done much wrong Keep him in But then the second half And extra time happened On on Sunday So but how, are you, how are you feeling now About Celtic's kind of strongest group moving towards Ibrox? I think Neil Lennon already has a big division in his hands whether, you know, I've been on the show a few times and, and spoke about the goalkeeping situation, Chopman changing isn't the ideal you, you're back five, you really like settled you really like knowing they're going to take charge, they can keep clean sheets which Celtic haven't done this year and you've seen it on Sunday one bit of pressure, you know, balls into the box whether it was first headers or, or getting away the second header, they couldn't deal with it, the goalkeeper couldn't deal with it, um, I think Scott Bain He's been to Ibrox and he got thrown in by Brendan Rodgers. Everybody thought Craig Gordon was going to start. I think he should start being the next three games and say, listen, I know it doesn't work like that in football, but he's got, to, he's got to get a settled back four. I know Duffy's out, so that's another partnership that comes in the morning. You know, I really think Celtic need to find find it a bit of stability at the back, whether it's putting Ayer back into centre-half and starting with Fimpong the next three games. I've got to find something. Because middle of the front, we've never really been... We've never really struggled, you know. There's players that can go off the bench. I think Brown being out gives the Sorrow the chance to come back in domestically. Start the three games with him, Turnbull and McGregor. I like that against Lille and... Um, I can't imagine who else we've played at home. Kilmarnock. Um, sorry, Kilmarnock. Yep. But, you know, I think we need to really, really dig deep in the sense of start keeping clean, sheet, sheet, clean sheets because, make no doubt about it, Rangers front three can cause bother to any team. So I think Celtic will need to be at the strongest defensively um, going forward I think, I think Gordon sorry I, I think John Paul's there and I agree I think that if you look at Celtic middle to front they're, they're really strong they're a, they're a very good side that can cause you problems on their day you see Christy see Edwards Chip you see him should have probably scored more goals you've got good players Turnbull there McGregor's in there so I think they're right I, don't, I think it's a, the back five and I think that's where Celtic are a little bit unsettled. One, they need to find who is their best, who is their goalkeeper going forward. I mean, if it is Bain, he's going to have to now go from third choice to first, to first choice, choice, which yeah, would be yeah. surprising, would it not? And then you've got a back four that chops and changes all the time. Now, you'll probably say two out that, the left back, is it Taylor? Is it Laxall? You know, we, we always go with that. You've got Frimpong, does he play right back or I play right back? The two I think stick on just now are Julian and Ayer. Whether you play him right back or right centre back, Julian plays as well. 
So you've got to pick another three there that's solid enough to go and allow your midfield and your front men to do the business. Just now, I think that's where Celtic are falling down. This is the last chance we'll have, such as these weird kickoff times tomorrow. Who plays in goals for Celtic tomorrow, Roger? Predict Con- it for me. Conor Hazard. Really? Yeah. Gordon? Um, yeah, I think he'll stick with Hazard. Stick with him. Yeah. I, I would go with Ben. Right, okay. Uh, John Paul, a personal question. Is your partner called Lindsay by any chance? She is, yeah. Because I've received a message on Twitter mm. here, right? Now, all the parents listening will be able to sympathise with this. You know, this elf on the shelf craze. Roger, your kids are a bit old for that, aren't they? Was, yeah. that, was that a thing? Yeah, yeah. You, you had to partake I am, in I am that. aware of this You are yes, aware of phenomenon. it um, Very quickly John Paul Just explain to us What those nasty elves Did in your house last night <laughs> uh, well, She actually just told me To stop the car and get out Because she thought You were going to mention it She told me she'd sent it to you um, I woke up this morning And I Linda was in the living room Shouting at me John Paul come here And I walked through And the elves had cut up One of them old Celtic tops You know And, and <laughs> the, the, elf, the elf was sitting On the potty With a bit of Nutella In it With a bit of Celtic top And you can She you never used, said used the video, toilet roll. She, she, she took a video She took a video Of me coming through But she never said that And, and you can imagine the, But I've seen the funny side of it Eventually you know And, and I'm just well, lucky it was Fair the one play to you Because it, Well It's a pretty new Celtic top Grant, by the looks of it Granted it might not be The newest one But you're you're a very generous man If you're willing to let her away With cutting up your Celtic top uh, All in the name of Elf on the Shelf Thank you very much to John Paul uh, 01419511025 We are on Twitter At Clyde SSB You can send in your answers To that teaser as well Um, Let's hear a bit from John Hughes As you mentioned He's the guy who's going to take Ross County to Celtic Park tomorrow Just fresh into the job Following Stuart Kettlewell's sacking at the weekend He says he's got fire in his belly After returning to management He believes Stuart Kettlewell will be a tough act to follow Because all the players and staff have spoken so highly of him The facilities, uh, what we've got here and The chairman and It's a well-run, good football club And I, when that chance opportunity come up I just went, that's the one If I could get that, that's the one for me So a real fire in the belly to get gone. I've been in here for a couple of days now and seeing the way people uh, speak about him, uh, his attention to detail, his organisation skills and speaking to the players and a few of the players have said hey, we let him down. It's, it's really a hard act to follow in terms of me coming in and finding faults in it to try and, right, that's where I can get the gold dust on the guy. So I think it's only fair to me to acknowledge him. I've come in and looking for faults and looking for this and how can I can I make that and there's nothing there I've found nothing absolutely nothing and that's all doing to Stuart and attention I'm saying what can we do this it's done can we do this you know and that's doing to the, even the coaching staff that are left behind real hard workers attention to detail um, got their finger right on the pulse he's got a fire in his belly says John Hughes Roger and he's what a, what a chance to Get a famous victory um, In his first game At Celtic Park Yeah He'll enjoy going back To Celtic Park I would think He'll certainly enjoy Being back In the Premiership John Hughes um, So I came a wee bit Left field for me Yesterday um, It was a kind of Strange weekend You very seldom see A manager coming out At 10 to 5 After a game And more or less Announcing his own sacking As Stuart Kettlewell did And fair play to him For fronting up um, it'd be Interesting to see If he stays on at the club In this academy role That he once filled Before he was First team manager But but John Hughes Has got A proven track record Up there He won the Scottish Cup With Inverness He had them consistently In the top six And he will hope That he'll be able to Turn round the mm. fortunes Of Ross County A very bad weekend For Ross mm. County 
Losing at home to Aki's They are four points adrift Having won at Celtic Park They then lost at Livingston And are out to yeah. bed Fred Cup So it, it's been a bad run And for me I think Elvis work cut out Getting Ross County Up to 10th in the league He was your captain At air mm-hmm. of course I'm, I'm trying to figure out If he thought Wow Look at DL goal That's really inspiring me To be a mm-hmm. manager Or if it was If this dafty can do it I can do it Try Somewhere in the middle I think the latter there uh, If I'm honest with you um, <laughs> he's, a, he's a fantastic character He really is uh, I've got to say that He was brilliant to have at air um, Great to work with But I spoke to Yogi about, I think it was about a year ago or something, uh, Gora, and he had no inkling to come back into the game. He looked like he had enough of it. He was enjoying his cycling, his golf. He was enjoying just spending time with the family. But you know what I like is when you sit about so long, it's always in your blood. And as he said, a bit of fire in his belly. I'm very, very surprised that the appointment, but I wish him all the best. He's a great, great lad. He certainly will. He certainly will get in there with great belief. He'll fire the dressing room up. Whether he's got the ability in the dressing room mm. to match us, I don't know. I mean, he's got a very set way that he likes to, to play, Roger. But back onto that Motherwell discussion, Ibrox, he likes to play the so-called right way in terms of you know nice football and all the rest of it. Quite difficult to implement quickly but, Well listen A lot of the managers Down there do Brian Rice likes to play The nice way at Hamilton You know Callum Davidson Likes to play The nice way at St Johnson As you said at the weekend Only two types of football mm. Winning football And losing football And I think it's important That if he's going Into a club mid-season You know He's going to have to get The team The players Going That are there At the moment um, The fixtures coming up After Celtic Park Tomorrow night Aren't too bad for him I think he's got home to St Johnston I think there's a home game against St Mirren in there as well So there are opportunities to pick up points Against teams round about him I just wonder If the quality's there To get them out of this mid they're in Bonnie's on Twitter He says I've missed Big Yogi's dulcet tones There we go I'm glad <laughs> we could bring some joy to you uh, By playing it tonight Um we're asking a few things of people on Twitter So much so that I don't know What Paul Wilkie's tweet is referring to I don't know if he's talking about great names in Scottish football Or it's an answer to the teaser He's gone Wayne Biggins and Carol Muggleton I suspect he's gone for the good names Because they're not uh, penalty missiles Your teaser tonight is this For each of the major cup finals in Scotland Since 1990 that have gone to penalties Who scored the winner And who missed the decisive one So in Sunday's game it was Ayer and Whiten in 94, Gordon's final, as he likes to call it It was Jason Rowbottom for Wraith Paul McStay for Celtic In 1990, Aberdeen plays Celtic mm-hmm. Brian Irvin Brian Irvin scored, who missed though? Anton Rogan Anton Rogan, well done 2006 Scottish Cup final Yep And Hearts won in penalties uh-huh. against Gretna Gavin Skelton missed for Gretna He did, well done My guess for a Hearts taker Was it Michael Pospisil? <sighs> That no is way. spectacular no That is spectacular Well done Michael Pospisil Okay we'll leave it there You've got four names to give me And we'll get them next Number one for football In Glasgow and the West 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Roger Hanna and Gordon DL are here You can still phone Still plenty of time 0141 951 1025 Or Twitter At Clyde SSB By the way I hope you're all set For Thursday night DL Oh, I was up. Me, you, Wilson. Christmas Eve, Christmas jumpers on, hats, decorations. I've not got a Christmas jumper. The lot and the return. I've not even got a Christmas card, never Steady. mind the jumper. Um, uh, this is a big build up here. 
The return of the quiz oh, catch yourself. The live quiz It was such a hit During lockdown Seriously I was inundated With requests To bring it back So we did it In one of the International breaks And again The, the people They said We want more And we have to give them At well, Christmas Eve Well tell me What's chase Before <laughs> Christmas Eve Thursday night no. Me and Wilson Will deal with all The football talking points In the first hour Then at 7 o'clock Quiz time I can't, um, I can't believe You kept it going To midnight though Roger, what are, you, what are you doing Thursday? I need a bit of help. Live, on the show oh, and on Facebook. Fancy it? We'll get dressed up. Bit of mulled wine, maybe. No. Mince pies. No. Bit of Christmas music. Frozen bounty. I'm not having that. Well, you're going to have to. You've no choice, I'm afraid. I wasn't, I wasn't me, asking. You're asking me a Christmas job, but I don't even have a Christmas tree one, or, or a, a car. I don't even have in Christmas. You, you, don't, you don't have a Christmas tree up? No, I don't know. Never have. <laughs> no, why? Seriously. Seriously. Or any cards. No, well, so there is uh, nothing to denote Christmas in your flat. Nothing, nothing. Um, there's <laughs> not even a mince pie. But the the thing that I do, and I hope the neighbours aren't listening. I get the cars open them. I put them back in the envelope and just set them out the thing. I don't really put them out. Ungrateful, so and so. No, Roger I'm very Hannah. grateful, and I thank all the neighbours for sending them. It. But um, I and I don't give any out. So oh, I, I can. I, I knew that. But seriously, nothing. No Christmas decorations. Nothing. 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 You watch any Christmas films? No, or? no, I'm not, no, 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 no. <laughs> Roger, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling a bit emotional at just how you're into this. Oh, no, you're, you're a guy who stood there about a year ago and said, I'm buying you a Christmas tree and I've waited patiently and never have. I've been a bit busy this year. You'll cut exactly. me some slack. Yeah, I'll cut you some um, slack now. But we will have the Christmas quiz on Thursday night. There we go. Um, yeah. I'm not looking yep. forward no, to it. tough. You're See, have I was to. in good form tonight. I battered that, Andy. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it myself. Right, on tonight's teaser. Um, there have been six cup finals in Scotland Major cup finals that have gone to penalties since 1990 Who scored the winner? Who missed the decisive one? You've got Brian Irvin and Anton Rogan in 1990 Jason Robottom, Paul McStay in your final, 94 mm-hmm. Pospisil and Skelton, great shouts, 2006 And just at the weekend there Christopher Ayer, or Adger as Roger likes to call him And Craig White about- Raymond Taylor has... Sneaked in with an outstanding couple of answers for you He's got two that you're looking for uh, uh, Aberdeen winning in 2014 As uh-huh. Daz told you earlier on And beat the pundit mm-hmm. Did Adam Rooney score the goal? Yes That won it So the Inverness player who missed Is it David Raven? No Tanji Wow you are, you're setting yourself up nicely for this quiz on Thursday Greg, <laughs> Is it true? Is that Greg right? Tansy. I've got to say that was a guess He's a good was. set piece taker as well, what Greg Tansy. What was the other game? I'm not telling you, that's part of the challenge Oh right, okay uh, Well, I, in I'm a couple think, of minutes I'm going to have to tell you, obviously I'm, Let's. Th- uh, I'm it's thinking up, Chris it, Boyd must have Was it Rangers and United? Rain, uh, Chris Boyd, Chris Le- Boyd must have apparently League Cup final uh, 2000 and, when I'll get it right now Somebody's texting this, there's no chance he's getting I'll tell it. you what, you can look at my phone, my phone's been sitting there, it's not moved I'm but not touching that I, phone, trust me I don't know the date Against who? Dundee Dundee United It's been caught yeah. out again but, but Rangers won that final I went to, I'm sure Chris Boyd missed a penalty in a cup final He's been exposed right Somebody sent him the name Chris Boyd Which is right But the problem for Gordon is That he scored the winner Rather than missed the decisive one right. So we've caught him out Cheating again basically so I've not and, been cheating and, and all we need is a Dundee United player which, we missed. which we will leave Because you've got a couple of minutes left So you don't need to rush into it at the moment right? You can get that in just a few minutes time Cat uh, says DL is a man after my own heart Regarding Christmas Come on guys Come on Cheer up we need something to cheer us up this year, so we'll go. We'll go quiz. 
on Thursday night. Well, yeah, fun. that'll cheer everybody up. Oh well, seeing you get hammered again, what could what could be happier at this time of year? <laughs> so you've no confidence in me. Walsh, I just can't I'll believe Wilson's lapping this up. I just can't believe I need to go and get your Christmas jumper because I know you won't do I, it yourself. I was only asking this because was I not a League Cup final in the nineties at Rangers and Aberdeen drew three three. Yes. Mm, it's, it's not on John's list. That's all you need to know. So maybe there was, but he's missed it. That's fine. He's got 90, 94, 06, 08, 14, and 20. All right. It's not my list. I don't, I don't I'm ask me if it's right. I'm, I was just thinking the League Cup final. Is that not 88? Oh, you might be right. It might be before. Ah, ah so see. Good see, even shout. the great Roger Hanna gets it wrong sometimes. There we go. Somebody right. Oh, quite, quite often. There's a, you can hear, I can hear so him, we just need a Dundee United player I can hear from him reversing from here Gordon DL It doesn't happen too often can hear He's him? reversing Oh yeah Roger Hart. Wilson right. You've it's got time You've got time You've got time It's not Mark Wilson though It is not I can tell you oh, Let's hear a bit no, from No way he'd have up He'd have been subbing in uh, Full fixture Some full fixture card In the Premiership tomorrow Brian Rice says He's worried about the new strain Of coronavirus After one of his players Returned a positive test this week uh, He says he's full of sympathy For the individual It's the worst time of year To be forced to self-isolate. Every day the boys are getting letters, they're getting emails, they're getting spoken to. But we can only take charge of the players when we've got them under their control here. You know, they'll go home, their partners maybe at work, their kids are at school. Anything could happen. They're just human beings living a normal life. But uh, it's really, really worrying, you know, this this new wave that's coming in. And it's just a day-by-day situation for us. He's, he's obviously uh, very disappointed. You know, he, he's, he's disappointed and he's... He, angry is not the word, but... He's not got any symptoms. He's just no. He's he's, he's come up positive, uh, especially this time of year. You know, having to self isolate. Maybe you know, ten days of self isolating. It's not nice for anybody, it's, and especially this time of year. And you're right, Ronnie. They're only human beings. You know, this is their job. They've got families. They've got kids. You know, it, it's really disappointing. And you know, and it's very sad at this time of year that's happening. You'll be pleased and maybe surprised to know that epidemiology. Is not one of Gordon Dale's strong points Now I know that comes as a surprise to you all um, And this show would never pretend To, to try and do that Roger Hanna um, <laughs> obviously. Listen, It's not my sphere of expertise uh, either I have to say But, but, but there, is, there is obviously we're, we're moving back towards a bit more of a, a concerned place Than, than maybe, maybe we were yeah. a couple of weeks ago yeah. we, we got football back up and running Just your gut Are you feeling a little bit More pessimistic about where we're heading. I think everyone in society is feeling a little bit more pessimistic. There was a revelation of the vaccine the other week. I think people get, took encouragement from that. Since then, there has been this new strain of COVID-19 that has emerged and there are worries, anxieties, concerns. Um, there will be a lot of families separated this Christmas, which cannot be a good thing, Gordon. And I think those issues in society dwarf the little parochial problems that we have in football yeah. um, what I will say about the football because it's a football show is last season the league was called because as one of the corners said earlier on we knew nothing about coronavirus COVID-19 we didn't know how the country was going to deal with this the country is dealing with it now football is dealing with it now Brian Rice talks about his Hamilton players being in bubbles the majority no sorry all of the Premier League clubs are in bubbles so unless things really go downhill badly And touch wood None of this is going to happen I, I can see football managing Certainly football at the top flight Managing mm. to continue through this Good games tomorrow Gordon You have to say mm. We've covered off 
Um, some of them Obviously the ones involving The big two in particular But you look at St Mirren And the run that they are on could, Can they go and make it A miserable night for Hibs? For instance You've got your team Just down the road from uh, you Motherwell uh, and Aberdeen, Aberdeen. Motherwell desperate for oh, For no, some no. points But that's not an easy fixture No and Aberdeen Getting a good result On Sunday In the early kick off as well Gordon down at Rugby Park So they'll be confident uh, St Mirren I think Will get into the game Against Hibs Very confident indeed Because they're on a good run they showed that they can go up against Rangers and beat Rangers when mm. nobody gave them any chance whatsoever. So, uh, yeah, some exciting games tomorrow night. Why is oh. the Motherwell? I'll ask you two boys because you're experts. I'm not going to know the answer Why is the Motherwell home form so bad? Oh, right. Well, I that, thought I you were going to say why the King office is so did I. I thought it was going to no, be the kickoff no, no, thing. No. Um, oh, they're clearly missing the, the, the support more than... more. Than, I mean, Neil Lennon yeah. said they were missing the support the most, but clearly looking yeah. at Gordon Diehl's cardboard cutout every second week is having a... Dramatic effect. effect. I think they're shooting towards out rather than shooting towards the goals. There, there's something going wrong, and it, it could well be that. I don't know. No Christmas lights up in the town. Maybe you know, Mother had to step in. Certainly not. That's part of the town. Uh, I don't know. Right. Uh, DL is a, the man the Grinch would be proud of. Says Soccer Zine on there. <laughs> and Tim Parker wants to start a GoFundMe to get you a Christmas tree. Uh, but <laughs> you need to round off the teaser. You're essentially now looking only for. The guy who missed the penalty for Dundee United against Rangers in 2008 Gary Waugh has given it a go He's gone Mark Kerr, which is wrong Dundee, who played with Dundee United in 2008? Is it Lee Wilkie? Oh, not much suspense about that, is there? There we go is Lee it, Wilkie, it Lee Wilkie? Straight out of the park, well done <laughs> It is Lee Wilkie, well no, done uh, Don't forget, full time at Clyde1.com That's where you need to send your teasers So we'd love to have them on the show If you want to send one in and hear it used that's the address Fulltime at Clyde1.com Callum Gallagher is up next So stay right there He will look after you For the rest of the night We're back tomorrow Full fixture card In the Premiership It is Jim Duffy And Gary Holt Fresh from the managerial role At Livy He'll know a thing or two About all the fixtures tomorrow So we'll be joined by him And don't forget Thursday night Christmas Eve It's a bit different this year We can't go out So make sure you join us We're going to have The latest instalment Of our live quizzes DL against Wilson Against you lot It'll be a quiz With a slight difference This year We look forward to that We'll speak to you tomorrow At 6 And Callum is up next